Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives to watch our broadcast. And I believe it's going to be a very special time in your life. And I am happy to come on the air today and share with you the Word of God that has changed my life, Amen. has changed Justin's life, Amen. and I know thousands and thousands of people around the world that it's changed their life as well. God is no respecter of persons, so don't you give up. It's not too late for you to become the winner Amen. that God has planned for you to be. Justin, thank you for joining me again today. Justin is a pastor of Heritage of Faith Christian Center, a church that is part of the outreach of Jerry Savelle Ministries. He's been with me for many, many years now. He and his wife, Annette, pastor the church, doing an awesome job, asking to be on the broadcast with me uh, for several weeks. And so it's a joy and an honor to have you with us. Well, it's an honor to be back with you, Dr. Savelle. And it's exciting to, to grow. It's exciting to increase. It's exciting to, to go and do what God's called you to do. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this ministry. Amen. Well, you know, each and every year, about October, the Lord gives me a prophetic yeah. word uh, for the coming new year. And uh, this past year, during the month of November, he said to me that beginning in 2017, the faithful shall flourish and it will be like days of heaven on earth. Amen. And so you remember I came to the church and uh, uh, spoke there uh, three times during the first part of the first quarter of this year and uh, shared about that prophetic word. And since that time, I've been all over the world sharing it and God's increased my knowledge and revelation of it. And it's getting more and more exciting each and every time I yeah. preach it. I want to read Psalm 92 because we're talking about on this week's broadcast and for the next couple of weeks, uh, we're talking about uh, keys to a flourishing lifestyle. Right. God wants you to flourish. Yeah. Don't, don't believe the lie that God wants you to live in poverty, mm -hmm. that God wants you to live in defeat, that God wants you to be sick. That's a lie right out of the pit of hell. Right. Believe the Word of God. Let the Word of God be final authority. So let me read to you from God's Word, not from man's philosophy, not from some religious creed, but from the Word of God. It says in Psalm 92, verse 12, the righteous shall flourish. Now, we need to understand, first of all, who is he talking about? The righteous. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that he who knew no sin, speaking of Jesus, right. was made to be sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. So when Jesus went to the cross, he knew no sin. He never sinned. But he was willing to give his life for us who were sinners. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, uh, God loved us. Christ died for the ungodly. So while we were yet sinners, he proved his love by going to the cross. Yeah. And the Bible says that he who knew no sin was made to be sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. So you need to accept that right now. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't think that when you get to heaven, you're going to get to be righteous. That, no, it's too late. You need to be righteous while you're here in the earth, praise God. So you receive it. Paul says in Romans chapter 5, it's a free gift. So receive it as a free gift. Righteousness. Now that simply means right standing yeah. with God. It's an old English term. It simply means having right standing with God. Now notice he says, those that have right standing with God shall flourish. They shall flourish. In verse 13, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. Then verse 14 says, they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat or prosperous and flourishing. 
So notice three times in verse 12, 13, and 14 in Psalm 92, he mentions the word flourish. God says the righteous, those who have right standing with God, he wants them to flourish. Now, you say, well, I thought you said it was the faithful that flourish. Well, if you look this up in the Amplified Bible, most of the time when you see the term righteous, it will say the uncompromisingly righteous or the consistently righteous. And that is a reference to faithfulness. So he's saying the faithful shall flourish. God wants you to flourish. That's his plan. That's his will. Why don't you just get in line with the will of God? You know, flourishing means to thrive. It means to prosper. It means to to experience growth. It means to uh, be extremely blessed and highly favored, praise God. That's the way I'm living my life. Right. How about you? Yeah, it's the same here, Dr. Savell. It's, it's what we've seen in the Word and what you've taught us in the Word that gives us God's heartbeat. Yeah. He gives us His heart for His creation. You know, from the very beginning in the, in the garden with Adam and Eve, what did He do? He blessed them. Yeah. And what did He do with Abraham? He blessed him. And what does it mean to bless? It means empowered to prosper. Empowered to prosper. So day one yeah. after God created Adam and Eve, yeah. He pronounced the blessing on them. Yeah. He said, I bless you. Right. I confer my blessing on you. Right. And that means having the legal right to prosper. Yeah. You know, and even with Adam and Eve, when he blessed them, what did he tell them? To multiply and increase. Yeah. So when he created man, he wanted them to increase, wanted to replenish the earth, wanted them to flourish, so to speak. Yeah. You know, and he placed them in a garden. Now get this, he placed them in a garden where they had all their needs met. But yet what they were called to do was to increase the earth. Mm -hmm. But yet they settled staying where they were and confined to this place instead of increasing the earth, instead of flourishing the earth. And I believe what happens too often is, is we sit back and we, we just be, become passive about the blessing that's on our life. Mm-hmm. But God's not called us to be passive about the blessing. He's called us to flourish. He's called us to thrive. He's called us to increase. So we have to realize we can't just stay in this complacent mode. We have to realize it's to replenish the earth. And that's really what I believe was the downfall with Adam and Eve in the beginning is they weren't operating in the blessing. They were rather just stay in the confinement. They're supposed to come back to the garden to be a place of rest, to be a place of strength. But God really wanted them to increase the earth because that's the blessing that's on our lives. He said when he he introduced himself to Abram, later changed his name to Abraham, he specifically told him why he would pronounce the blessing on him. He said, I will bless you and thou shalt be a blessing. So there was a purpose in being blessed. There's still a purpose in being blessed. God doesn't want you blessed just so you can, you know, brag about how blessed you are. God wants you blessed so that you can be a blessing. God wants you to flourish so that you can get involved in the needs of others. One of the greatest joys of mine and, and Carolyn's life is that God has blessed us to such a level that we're able to bless other people. You know, when we first started out back in 1969, uh, I was a young businessman before I I became a minister, before I surrendered my life to the Lord. I knew I had the call of God on my life since I was 11 years old, but I ran from it for many, many years. But in 1969, when I surrendered my life to the Lord and I began to study the Word, one of the first things I learned was that God wanted me blessed so that I could be a blessing. And when Carolyn and I began to discover that principle, I remember we joined hands. We, we sat there 
and we joined hands and we said, Lord, when this happens, yeah. not if it happens, but when it happens, we make a covenant with you mm -hmm. that we will become a distribution center. We will become a clearinghouse. Amen. When you bless us, not if, because it didn't say if, it said when. Right. When you bless us, then we're going to be a blessing. Yeah. When we begin to flourish in the things of God, we will not consume them on ourselves. We will not just use it up on ourselves. We will become a distribution center. That's, That's what we've endeavored to do for 48 years. And praise God, yeah. I have this testimony. I'm flourishing. Amen. Praise God. Me too, Dr. Savell. Amen. Thank you for all the things you sowed into my life as the Word. But as you talked about Abraham and how that blessing was on his life, mm -hmm. you know, in, in Genesis chapter 13, when it's talking about Abraham, when he left Lot, the minute he left Lot, God said, look up, look all the way around you. And every, every land, I, every place I've given you is going to be yours. Yeah. And he, you know what, he, when he was at that place before he got up, he was in a place called Canaan. Yeah. And that place, Canaan, means humiliation. Yeah. He was in a place of humiliation. But when God told him to stand up and he said, look around, everything I've given you is yours. You know, look at the sand, it's, it's yours. It numbers your, your seed will be. And then, then he gets to a place and he gets to a place called Mamre, which is a place of abundance. Yeah. So it's amazing when Abraham stood up and recognized the blessing that was on his life, he understood it took him from a place of humiliation into a place of abundance. Yeah. So we need to recognize that this blessing that's on your life, this flourishing is God's will for our lives. Yeah. And he placed it upon our lives. That's right. Because we're the righteous. You know, I noticed uh, years ago in chapter 12 of Genesis is where God first introduced himself to Abram. Yeah. And of course, later changed his name to Abraham. But in verse 2, he says, I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee, which means empower you to prosper. I will bless you and I will make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Now, he empowered him to prosper in chapter 2. By chapter, um, chapter 12, by chapter 13, it says in verse 2, and Abraham was very rich in cattle, right. in silver, and in gold. Yeah. I always say it this way when I'm teaching from this. God told Abraham that he would bless him, he would prosper him in Genesis chapter 12. Yeah. One chapter later, he's already <laughs> a wealthy man. Amen. He's flourishing, praise Amen. God. Amen. And you know, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, yeah. chapter 7 and chapter 8, that we have a better covenant That's it. founded upon better promises. And if God blessed Abraham and prospered him and caused him to flourish, then how much more does he want that happening in our lives? Right. You know, because it says if we're in Christ, yeah. then we're Abraham's seed and we're heirs according to the promise. That's right. Everything <laughs> Abraham got, Amen. we get. Yeah, he became a curse so that the blessing of Abraham might come on us. That's right. We walk in that blessing. It's, and it's, you know, it's, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 28, where it has a list of all the blessings and has a list of all the curses. Yeah. And one of the curses is poverty, lack, and want. Right. And we've been redeemed from that. That's it. That we don't have to live in poverty. We don't have yeah. to live in lack. We don't have to live in want. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Psalm 92 once again said, the righteous... Those that are uncompromising in their walk with God, they shall flourish. Yeah. That's God's plan. That's what God's got on His mind yeah. is for us to flourish, not to live just existing, not just barely getting by, but to flourish. Yeah. Not only flourish spiritually, mentally, yeah. physically, 
but also financially so that we can be a blessing to humanity, praise Amen. God. You know, and as you're saying that about even that the Lord is our shepherd, he goes on and he says that he makes us lie down in green pastures. And what's he say? He restores our soul. You know, we're talking about being whole, spirit, soul, body, financially, mentally, yeah. in every way. So he says he restores our soul. Yeah. He makes our soul whole. He wants every part of our lives totally whole because that's what redemption purchased. Yeah. It, we don't have just a 33% salvation. You know, he died for a spirit, soul, and body, mm -hmm. every part of us. And he wants us flourishing in every realm of life. Yeah. flourishing in our marriages. He wants us flourishing in our finances, flourishing with our children, flourishing in our churches, flourishing in the ministries He's called us to. Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't, God doesn't, doesn't create anything without purpose. It's everything He's established and created is all about flourishing and thriving to impact and influence the world. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, you really can't influence the world if you're not flourishing. No. I mean, you know, uh, when I first started out and I'm first learning these things, uh, you know, I was impacting my wife and my two daughters. That's about as, as far reaching as my ministry was mm -hmm. because nobody knew I existed. Nobody's inviting me to come. Uh, nobody knew uh, anything about my ministry. But once I began to function in that ministry yeah. and I began to preach the word, then God's word was followed with signs and, and miracles and, and healings and financial prosperity. Yeah. And eventually, I can't get to all the places I'm asked to preach to yeah. because of the fact that people want to know, will God do that for me yeah. like He did it for you? Yeah. You know, nobody is inviting someone who's failing to come and preach in their church. Nobody's inviting somebody to come and preach in their church that says God loves poverty and we all should be poor and, uh, 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 you know, we shouldn't have anything. Right. No, people are attracted to miracles. They are attracted to yeah. blessings. When they see a person that is blessed, when they see a person that's experiencing miracles, yeah. when they see a person that's been made whole, yeah. they want to know, what did you do to get there? Because the majority of the people in the world today are not whole. Yeah. And they want to know, how did you get there? Yeah. What was the key? Yeah. And that's the, the, the message that we have. Yeah. God is that key. Right. And giving your life to Him and making Him first place in your life, then praise God, that is the first step to entering into a flourishing lifestyle. That's it. No, because his desire in, in Luke chapter 12, he talks about, about seeking first his kingdom. And he said, why? Because he says, don't fear, because it's my father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Yeah. This is his pleasure for you and I. This is his pleasure for everyone that's watching today. It's his good pleasure to give you his kingdom. It's his desire. The blessing is on your life if you're in Christ. And he desires great things, extraordinary things for every single person's life. That's right. It's, his, it's, it's the heartbeat of the gospel, Dr. Savell. Yeah. You know, when I told my testimony last week about being healed, you know, that moment, that experience resonates to me today. And he has restored me physically. Yeah. He's restored me in my soul. He's restored me in my physical body. He's restored me emotionally, mentally, in every way. Yeah. Why? What's his desire? He wants us to flourish. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not flourishing in here, it's hard for me to call someone out there to flourish. That's right. He wants all of us to flourish and come up to another level so we can bring people to this place of the gospel where people can experience yeah. this good news. Well, you remember what Luke chapter 4 says, yeah. this was Jesus' yeah. mission. It says in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, 
The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Yeah. Now, what is the gospel means good news, right? Right. right. What is good news to a poor man? <laughs> I don't have to be poor anymore. That's right. Right. I mean, nothing else could be any better news to a poor man than poor man. You don't have to be poor anymore. Jesus said he was anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Man. That was his mission. Yeah. And he fulfilled his mission, praise God. Yeah. And so that seems, that, that says to me, if you're a poor man, you don't have to be poor anymore. If you're brokenhearted, you don't have to be brokenhearted anymore. If you're captive, you don't have to be captive anymore. Yeah. If you're blind, you don't have to be blind anymore. If you're bruised, you don't have to be bruised anymore. Jesus paid the price. And if you look at that very closely, when you get delivered from all those yeah. things, that means you're now flourishing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Spirit, soul, soul body, body, and finances, Amen. every way. Yeah. That's his plan. That's his desire for every single person. You know, uh, our time is about up, but I remember the story in John chapter 5 where Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda yeah. and he found a man that had been uh, crippled for 30 years. And uh, he walked up to him and he said, will you be made whole? And notice the first thing that question suggests is, Wholeness is available. Yeah, if Jesus asked the question, would you like to be made whole? Then the, the implication is wholeness is available. Yeah. Why would Jesus go around asking people, would you like to be made whole? Sure. Well, I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, that's not Jesus. He's saying wholeness is available. Yeah. And do you, did you notice that man had been in that condition for 30 years? It makes no difference how long your condition or your, your illness, your disease, your plague, your bondage has been in your life, Jesus is asking you the question right now, do you want to be made whole? Would you like to flourish? And you notice when that man was made whole, when Jesus made him whole, his whole life changed. And that's what God is into, changing your entire life. Not just physically, but spirit, soul, body, and even financially. He wants you to be made whole. He wants you to flourish. And the reason being is because when you're flourishing, it is an attraction. People are attracted to you. They see the results of flourishing and they want to know, how did you get there? How are you doing this? That's your opportunity to say, it's the God I serve. And if you want to get to know him, I can lead you to him. Praise God. It's the God we serve. He's a good God. He's a loving God. He's a God that cares about every minute detail of your life. Just now, we'll be back in just a few moments. I want to uh, encourage you to watch the announcement, and then we have some things that we want to share with you before we close the program today. The faithful shall flourish, and it will be like days of heaven on earth. The Lord gave a prophetic word saying that days like heaven on earth were available to the faithful. But what does it mean to be faithful? In the powerful six CD series, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle, Jerry Savelle teaches on faithfulness for flourishing in every area of your life. As you listen to this faith-filled study, you will learn the differences between being righteous and being faithful, how to flourish spirit, soul, and body, being persistent in your faith for flourishing, expecting and calling in your harvest, and flourishing to be a blessing. God's plan for you is exceedingly far better than anything the world could ever offer. 
Are you ready to learn how to flourish and see those days of heaven on earth? Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the six CD series, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle. Don't wait any longer. You can learn the keys to live in the blessing God has for you today. I'm Ryan. And I'm Tanya. And we're the Flowers. And this is our partner story. In 2009, we moved from Redmond, Oregon to Fort Worth, Texas to start our family. We quickly became pregnant and we're very excited to have our first child. Unfortunately, we did lose that baby, but we had great support from our pastors at Heritage of Faith Christian Center. Right. And then while in service, one time when Dr. Seville was speaking at Heritage of Faith, um, he talked about sowing a significant seed. And so we sowed this uh, great piece of baby furniture that was, that was going to be perfect, but we knew in our hearts that we needed to sow um, into another couple that was expecting a baby. We got pregnant again, and we had a beautifully healthy, perfect pregnancy. We welcomed Lucas into our family. About four years later, we began to start believing for, for more children, and we had four consecutive miscarriages within one year. Uh, we went to the doctors trying to find out exactly what was wrong in the natural so that we could, like Dr. Seville says in his book, Prayer Petition, it would give our faith a target so we could physically speak to the hormone levels and all the changes that had to happen in your body, there were a lot of times where it felt just impossible. We felt like giving up. But then at church, I found Dr. Seville's book called The Battle Destined to Win. And that book inspired and encouraged me so much just to, just to keep standing, to just just keep plugging away. Um, and I think he says in there, when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hold on. And that's kind of what we did. We got pregnant a fifth time. And when we went to the doctor, we found out we were having twins. We were really taken back and overwhelmed by God's goodness. And he really surprised us with two little ones. When I first saw that it was twins and through this twins pregnancy, I wasn't feeling physically you know, what Tanya was going through. So the devil tried to come at me with fear thoughts of, oh, now it's twins. You were planning for one baby. Now you're going to have two. How are you going to be able to support this family that's going to now like triple in size? How are we going to afford all this different stuff? So we continued to stand for God's provision. So much so that by the time the babies actually came, we'd been blessed above and beyond so that we had diapers and wipes to last two babies for a whole year. We were excited to welcome Wyatt and Timothy into our family. They were perfectly healthy, had a perfect delivery. Because of the faithful partners at Jerry Seville Ministries, we were able to use these resources to build our faith and believe God for our family. I love getting testimonies from our partners. Keep writing, keep sharing them with us, because as we share them, on this broadcast, they are an encouragement to other people that are believing for miracles in their life as well. Here's a few others. Ginger writes and says, My niece and I planned to go on a cruise and started making payments, but she lost her job. I gave her your book on increase by association, and she learned and confessed increase over her life. God blessed her with a new job. Not only that, our cruise expense is paid off. Praise God. Evelyn writes and says, I wrote my first prayer petition on March 25th, 2017, 
believing for my dryer to be repaired, and I sewed the last $2 I had towards it. By March the 31st, I had a check in the mail for $70 for my dryer repair, and the repairman fixed my freezer for no extra charge. Thank you for your ministry. That's a great testimony. Amen. Praise God. Tim and Donna, our home was listed and sold in five days. My husband's business is also increasing. Amen. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you writing and sharing your testimony. And those of you that have testimonies uh, that haven't written to us, please do so. Justin, we got some more prayer requests here. Uh, this is from David. He needs restoration, spirit, soul, and body financially. Uh, he needs healing, uh, and he's believing for a divine appointment. Uh, Chrissy says, we're desperately in need of a breakthrough. Janice, complete healing for her husband. Carlene, supernatural miracle in my life and complete healing. And Rosario, I'm brokenhearted and I need relationships healed. And then uh, a person named Storm, grandson's protection from evil. So Amen. let's lay our hands on those and just and pray over them. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you, thank you Father. for the opportunity to come in agreement. You said we're two or three. There you are in the midst of us. And you said in your word that as two as agree as touching anything, it would be done by our Father which is in heaven. So according to your word, we stand in faith over these prayer yes, requests. Lord. We thank you for healing and wholeness. We thank you for flourishing life. We thank you for direction and wisdom. We thank you that the power of God is working and moving yes, in their lives right now. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness manifesting. And as those that are watching by uh, watching right now, I thank you for the healing power of God touching yes, them, Lord. moving thank and ministering peace you. in their lives. I thank you for the peace of God to manifest right where they are. And we thank you for things changing, things turning around right now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So if you wrote in one of the prayer requests, we're expecting to hear from you real soon and share your testimony. Praise God. Don't forget our special offer this week, Keys to a Flourishing Lifestyle, six CDs. I recently preached this in a meeting where I had uh, about six nights to cover this material. And I'm telling you, it was a powerful conference, a powerful meeting. People didn't want it to end. In fact, uh, it was up in Canada. I'm going back in a couple of months to continue this study. And I'm telling you, these messages are life-changing. Order them today. Keys to a flourishing lifestyle, spirit, soul, body, and financially. I believe once you start listening to them, you're not going to be able to put them down. So place your order today. All the ordering information is on your screen right now. Also, uh, let's stay in touch. We want to uh, encourage you to check with us on Facebook and on Twitter and all the social media that's available. Go to our website and you'll find out where our next meeting is going to be. And I would love to have you come and come up to me if possible and uh, let me know that you've been watching the broadcast and that you've been blessed by it. I want to encourage you to make your plans to join with us again next week. We're going to continue this study on keys to a flourishing lifestyle. Justin, it's been a joy having you with us. Honor, Look sir. forward to having you again next week. So don't forget, join with us next week. We're going to continue this powerful study, keys to a flourishing lifestyle. And remember, as we leave the air today, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. So God wants us to flourish not only spiritually, get stronger spiritually, mm -hmm. get stronger in our faith, yeah. get stronger in our walk with Him, stronger in our confidence yeah. in His ability to see us through. But He wants us to flourish spiritually, mentally, 
physically and financially. That is flourishing in all, every way and in all things. But there's no flourishing outside of the Word of God. Impossible. Impossible. 